0: Welcome to Ghostwatch 2017, a podcast about Ghostwatch 2016, a podcast about common Rider Ghost. My name's creator Dickinson and I've asked Adam Wasserman, hello, and Alexi Peppers, hi, here to listen to Ghostwatch 2016 and give me their feedback on the show. This is episode 32. Three, two, one. 2 episode, episode 32 to
1: heart Hort, 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 to Hort. Hort.
0: In episode 32 of Comerader Ghost, we continue our flashback into memories from 10 years ago. The Snapple crew learn how to deal with terrifying childification powers of the gun misers and attempt to shut down all the gnome gates. And the D gets some fresh air and exercise. Who's the D? I forget who the D is.
2: He's that scientist who worked with Taco's dad, who showed up early in the series and then vanished until this point.
1: Okay. Yeah, it looked like he was probably dead, but then I guess he wasn't dead, and now he's back.
2: Kate named him the D. Because
1: he's the doctor. Uh, What's his name? Igarashi or something?
2: Maybe. Something? Uh, Much hilarity was had by all.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. I'm looking forward to this. I'm going to hit the theme.
1: We were watching a show made of reject Sony R&D. Special effects spreading across half a century. Magic ghost shirts, pokeballs, and fanny packs. And despite never leaving, Coriander is back. The bestest host that watched Common Rider Ghost has more to say with this replay. Join Adam and Alexi in this meta fun rehashing a show that's
0: still finally done. done. Enjoy the unseen
2: with Ghost Watch 2017. I fixed it right. for you.
1: Nice you have harmony. To do that every time now. <laughs> thanks. Adam. I
2: tried my best.
1: Listening I, to I practiced
2: in the car listening to la- the, the most recent episode.
1: Huh. Feels like it's been a long time. How does this work? <laughs> uh, you watched the episode. I did. I I, I get why the Ghost Watch Twenty Sixteen had a lot of fun with the D and talking about the D, because the actual episode was mostly exposition central. It was like plot day. Yep.
0: Yeah. Never skip plot day, except 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 if you're ghost. The phrase
1: of the day is infinite potential. Hmm. They say it just all the time. You gotta
0: burn bright with your youth spirit.
1: Yep. Yeah. But though there are fewer youths because they managed to de-childify the kids with pyramids from the sky using Commons' magical child powers or something. Yeah, that sounds right. I thought that they'd seem to have set it up pretty straightforwardly, which was like, oh, the gate is where the energy is coming from that's making them into kids. So if we destroy the gate, we'll fix the problem. And lo and behold, at the end of the episode, they destroyed the gate. I'm like, cool, cool. They all wrapped it up. It's like, oh, no, that didn't fix it. It's like, well, why do this? You haven't set up anything else that'll logically fix it. And then they didn't. So just Common showed up and fixed it with inexplicable Shadow Realm powers. The power of pyramids. Right, this involves train mom, right?
2: Yes. Trauma.
0: Yep. Yes. Okay. It's all coming back to me. Yep. Yep. Here's
2: here's what I don't get. So the flashback to ten years ago when, when Dead Dad and the D and and Scary Tooth Man uh, and Gramps are talking about their plans and dead dad's like, Oh, let's let's make some icons and put these like dudes in them from from the past these heroes and they can combat the gun misers and i'm like i thought the icons were gunma technology That's but they're so... designed
0: by gramps i but it uh, sounds like a dead scientist. dad
2: came up with them not gramps the whole thing doesn't re- i mean i know ghost doesn't make any sense but that like <laughs> really doesn't make sense
0: see i thought it was like a modification of the icon technology
1: He's like a techie science guy who didn't care about the application. He just came up with these icons. He's like, well, I don't know what these are for. What do you think we should do? Cause, Dad was the one to be like, let's put hero souls in this, so, I guess. So, I mean,
2: like, what were they using for, like, the the souls of the people in Ganma world walking around? Like, what what were they using before this? Were they just in their coffins all the time? It doesn't make sense.
1: My problem with that scene was that they established that there are 15 guardians of the Ganma world, which are the Ganmisers, that need to be stopped. And so they decide that they'll make 15 icons of 15 guardian heroes to combat them. But, and this happens all the time, why not make 30 heroes? Or like, 100 (laughs) of them? Why not stack the deck a little bit? Icons don't grow
0: on trees, this isn't Gaim.
1: They already had 16. <laughs> just nice God. joke. Thank you. More.
2: They, they probably had, I mean, considering that they had to pick some fictional heroes, maybe they just had trouble coming up with more. <laughs> and like Houdini was oh. one of them. And that's, that's stretching the definition of hero like substantially.
0: Did the hero book exist before the, <laughs> the
2: icons? I feel like Dead Dad wrote that book.
0: I feel like Dead Dad was inspired by that book and maybe hasn't done a lot of other reading. And so it's just like, these are the heroes yeah. that are available. Let's max it out. Let's use all 15.
2: That book does look like it should have more than 15 heroes in it.
1: The illustrations yes, take given up a that- lot
0: of the space. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Every hero has like two paragraphs that are a couple sentences each describing who they are. Did they go and collect all the heroes himself? Did Dad like go to America to find like Houdini's ashes and and sniff out the ghost and then do you think he was like disappointed when he found Houdini and put him in the icon and then was like oh your thing is like a quadcopter I was (laughs) hoping for something else (laughs) but I guess I've used up one of these and I only had 15 to start with so you know it would have been like the
0: early 80s right they wouldn't have seen a quadcopter quadcopter (laughs) would have been the newest hottest bicycle on the market
2: and how did Specter and Necrom even get theirs then?
0: You ain't heard of the the ancient Dead hero side. Necrom?
2: <laughs> no, but I mean, but like, because Necrom has like two heroic um, icons, and Specter had like three. So, okay. like, where did they get those from?
1: How did they find Robin Hood's soul? <laughs>
2: Well, I guess Robin Hood was a real guy. Maybe they just I found guess. the soul of some somebody who thought he was Robin Hood.
0: Okay, what language are they all speaking? They're all speaking Japanese, right? Yeah. For the most part. Like, I think Edison drops Yeah, I was thinking I think
1: Edison spoke some English when they went to his mind palace.
2: Well, the belts speak a little bit of English, too.
1: So I'm thinking
0: the heroic spirits are not who they claim to be. Perhaps
2: <laughs> they just gaslight as them.
0: evidenced by <laughs> there being a fake person in there, just one super fake person. Oh my! Or two. Let's let. Who am I to say how many of those people really existed?
1: So it's basically just really skilled, like larpers, or you know, whatever you call someone who's larping a real character, historical reenactors. Oh They're yeah. They are <laughs> They
2: were just they just went to like some kind of like history science theme park. Now <laughs> the guys who were playing yeah. the characters.
1: Yeah. And then they went to them. like Tokyo they Disney. They killed them dead. Yeah. So they could take their souls. <laughs> There's also the
0: brothers. Yeah. Right. How does that work in? Like is that icon worth 2? Is it more powerful? it doesn't seem to be what are the rules no. we're not clear how do they both fit in that tiny space inside the icon bubble and if they can
1: then why didn't they double stack all the icons
2: <laughs> yeah
1: that's how you can get 30 i'm just saying this happens all the time where it's like oh there's nine bad guys we'll create nine heroes why Okay, Alexey, but yourself? here what what if they have to be drift compatible Ooh. I was actually thinking that they probably have to be drift compatible. Siblings are usually drift compatible, so that does explain it. I'm glad yeah, you're you are the one could, who You can have it an icon play. that's driven
0: by triplets or octuplets, let's say.
2: Yeah. Dang
1: right, Gandalf. Yeah. yeah. Gandalf's really excited. I bet that means that Takeru could fit inside the icon with his dad. I bet they're drift compatible.
2: It just occurred to me that my niece and nephew are. Or, who are twins are totally drift compatible too then so that's good news
1: yeah I think like not necessarily their like, babies. my brother my brother and I are very close I don't think we're drift compatible
2: mm. but you're not twins yeah they're they're twins I feel right. like they're gonna be drift compatible
0: if you started really early like with babies drifting would that cause like <laughs> permanent social development damage yes <laughs> they lose
1: track of the idea of like their mind yeah.
0: Don't let babies drift, okay?
1: Yeah. Also, how do you tell a baby? It's like, don't follow the rabbit, baby. Only focus on your good baby memories.
2: <laughs> I know. Yeah. Maybe don't dwell be like, in
0: the pain of what's in your diaper. Yeah. Maybe no. they'd be
2: like the cuckoos from um, from X Men. They just, you know, be kind of like a hive mind that slowly splits off into individuals.
1: I saw someone on Twitter pointing out how wild it is that um, Chuck and Hercules Hansen agreed to become drift pilots together given that their father and son it's like the dad decided that he would like his own adult son to see all the memories and thoughts he's ever had and the son was like i'm okay with my dad seeing everything i've ever done and everything i've ever thought like
0: i always felt like that was a dominance thing on the dad's
2: part that's why they don't get along very well
1: yeah like i feel like the conclusion that that would be problematic is carried out by the fact that it does not do their relationship any favors. Yeah. I guess when the world is ending, you you do what you gotta do.
2: Yeah, pretty much.
1: Anyway. <laughs> this is a Wait,
2: this is the wrong up specific
1: room.
0: <laughs> I mean, I was thinking about how Steven Universe handles that kind of abusive relationship kind of a mm. lot better with mm. fusions, but you can't really do that with Drift partners, especially now that that is kind of a meaningless thing.
1: Yeah, they don't. You really drift bad. with
0: whoever. Yeah, people have a lot of capacity to just completely understand every other person. You know, it's just
1: mm-hmm. how people are. Yeah, it is. I I think to to get in the deeper canon, I believe that the reason why Herc and Chuck drift with each other is that Herc used to drift with his brother, but then there was some falling out where his brother turned out to be a shit bag and he got kicked out of the. You know. Of the PPDC, so I guess that was a case. I think the thing is that drifting. Well, I guess a a relationship can be consensual and still also abusive, but like yeah, it's like an opt-in thing. It goes through enough process. It'd be interesting to think of how that could go really poorly. Now you got me on that Pacific Rim thing.
0: Yeah, no, but like that kind of relationship is examined in other media, especially things that have pair piloting.
1: Or partnerships. And it is. The whole, like, uh, the world is ending, therefore that lets us justify all kinds of bad types of pressure on people that puts them in situations that they should not healthily be in is also the kind of interesting thing that gets explored in a lot of other media.
2: Well, I mean, arguably Raleigh shouldn't have been back in a Jaeger he was forced back in because there wasn't anybody else.
0: Yeah. Mm. Same with John Boyega. Like, he was just living Mm. his own life free and clean and they were all like, come on fill your dad's shoes, give us a big speech and he did
2: I forgot and that John Drifted Boyega was
0: chi- child
2: forgot that John Boyega was Idris Elba's son in that movie yep. I hear a lot of things about that movie almost <laughs> immediately
1: they have a picture of Idris Elba with like I don't know, photoshopped or other actors, or just youngified, like, a young John Vega, and, uh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, they
0: tried to oh, moonlight it, you. and they did not quite moonlight it. Moonlight, yeah. referring to the movie Moonlight.
1: I don't know that movie. But the photo
2: Oh, cool. yeah, Moonlight. Yes. I, re- I, I haven't seen it, but I remember that it exists. It took me a second. I should watch it. Yes. Apparently, it's very, it's very good. good. Yeah. <laughs> But it's one of those drama drama type things that you gotta be in the right mood for.
0: Oh, very much. There is so much darkness examined in that movie. Yeah, but it's it's all like subtle emotional level things because the main character does not speak very often. and it's mostly just things happen constantly throughout his life. And you have to like wonder what is internally driving him.
2: That sounds really good.
0: It's really good. And it's, it's got a cathartic ending, mm. but it's, you have to face the character's trauma.
1: Mm. Now it feels like weird to go back to this.
0: I was just thinking <laughs> about ghosts, Common Rider Ghost, and how, how little yeah. it examines people's relationships with each other.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like this episode, like waffles back and forth enough on the idea of masculinity that I think it ends up saying nothing. Oh, yeah. I was pissed off last episode with Trom and, and her shitty view of masculinity that she enforces on her son. Yes. and In this one we get like, there was a bit of a nice moment where Train Yard explained the problem to Takeru, because Takeru continued to butt into this family issue. And Takeru basically said that empathy is the real manliness. He was like, you're a good man because you can understand how your mom feels. And I'm like, good. That's a much yeah. better lesson. Also, I doubt your like greaser loving mom is going to agree with that <laughs> statement. And sure enough, the mom was only really happy when he went like he'd learned from the Onari school of fighting and grabbed a stick and just like
0: went. <laughs> Tried to hit something, yeah.
1: Hot. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's disappointing. But then in the yeah. end, he hugs his he hugs his mom and says, I'm not like dad, I'm mushy. And it was like, alright. So I guess he did come to terms with who he was, but it just, the
2: episode his had mom nothing didn't. to say.
1: Yeah. And she was his, so chill His mom about, totally
2: was like, no, I guess, no, yeah, I think you're manly now. Sure.
1: Sure. Also, this was the first time seeing her estranged son after three years of him disappearing and saying that he hated her. And she was just like, yeah, whatever. Hey son. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Want some,
1: want some food? Bad mom. It's like- a um, bad mom.
2: Yeah. I watched uh, Hotel Transylvania 2 this week Mm. it was it was fine but it's I've considered
0: seeing it yes
2: it's this whole thing uh where like dracula is is insistent that his his half vampire half human grandson must be like a vampire like him and he's got like no vampiric qualities and they make this big deal about how basically dracula's being an asshole and then at the end of course, he like suddenly manifests his, his full vampiric nature and Dracula's like, oh, it doesn't matter, but it's like, well, yeah, but if it didn't matter, maybe the movie shouldn't have made him into a vampire because now everybody Dracula got what he wanted anyway, so it's all well and good for him to say now that he doesn't care. Whatever movie. Spoilers, I guess.
0: Because he he totally cares.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was super obvious it was going to happen. It's not really a spoiler.
0: I am totally fine with Total Transylvania 2 spoilers. Yeah. Any Hotel Transylvania spoilers that you happen across <laughs> in your life, I I'm fine with. You know,
2: listen, I just really like Dracula's vampire daughter. She's really cute. I
0: I understand. I, 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 I blame
2: know. yes, I blame uh, a friend of yours on Twitter for making me go back and watch my Hotel Transylvania two after having been not that impressed with the first one.
0: Just a Twitter friend. Yeah, not someone that I have to see and talk to it in real life.
2: You can you can tell you can tell him in real life that he that he ruined one of your friends.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: With all his Hotel Transylvania Easy. talk. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I almost yeah. watched the third movie without having seen the other two just because I was with my mom in a mm. small town that had a theater that was only playing two films, which was Ant Man and the Wasp and Hotel Transylvania three. And we both agreed that we would rather see Hotel Transylvania three than Ant Man and the Wasp. What? Really? Then we found
2: Ant Man and there. the Wasp is quite good.
1: I've heard nothing
0: but good things
1: about Ant Man and the Wasp. I guess I, well, I
2: recommend it. It is very fun.
1: All right. I mean, I don't like ants, so I never saw. Ant- oh, Ant-Man. did you? There's what? a lot of ants in. Wait, it. What? What?
2: Wait, but you ants. like bees?
1: Yeah, I love. They're bees. related. Well, I the I really related? like ants.
2: Ants are great. They're they're industrious. Going about oh. their little industrious lives, carrying things around.
1: It's entirely irrational, mounds. but ants are the one like irrational like phobia dislike I have. I don't mm. know why, and I don't like. Hmm. I didn't what have about it my wasps? whole life. Wasps,
0: like what about wasps? <laughs> what about ants with wings? What about like the okay, ants are they, actually elects? with
1: wings? They're, yeah, like flying ants are even worse than mm. normal ants because they can show up in more places. Wasps are fine. I mean, they're they're dicks. Or dinks, as, it, as you would. But.
2: They're not really fine.
1: No, no, they're dicks. They're the, <laughs> well, they're they're the assholes definitely. of
2: the, the insect kingdom.
1: But they don't I think like. They don't this. Freak me out. Yeah, we have. <laughs> I thought we'd establish that I hated ants too. Like they I bite, mean, an ant might bite. They you, have a I guess. stinger. I don't know, bite. man. I don't know what it is about ants. I just see them and I freak out. Wow. They're basically wingless wasps. What? No. Yes, they're related.
2: Okay. Not well, they're nicer though. They don't go out of their way to hurt you. They're, they're busy True. doing ant things.
1: There's a whole lot of ants. Right. It, it it's annoying because ants are objectively very fascinating. There's all kinds of horrific, usually, but interesting ant behavior of forming, <laughs> you know, floating balls of ants that are mostly dead, yeah. but not all of them do, and they can cross rivers so that they can fuck up the village on the other side of the river <laughs> after they finish. Wait, did you, you have, have to read month. that?
2: That short story about the about the ants going after people and 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 stuff and did that is that what did it to you?
1: No, I don't think I know that story. Oh, did you my, play
2: Sim Ant poorly? Just
0: think all the way back. When is when is the first time you <laughs> thought negatively about ants? My guess, yeah.
1: my guess is, because uh, I've tried to figure this out, because it wasn't my whole life. I used to like kick ant uh, hills to watch them respond and like you know observe them because they're interesting. Oh, so it's the pain and trauma you've caused ants. Uh, in the oh, house. they oh, owe fine. you. I think because I had like a, a a playroom when I was a kid. There was like a room in the house for my toys and shit. And it, there was one point where we had like a carpenter ant infestation, which are like really big, ugly ones, and they were in all my They're and stuff. They're great. Yeah, you can see them. And I I guess that that was maybe it, except that it wasn't immediately after. It was like a couple years after I hit this point where now ants started just like horrifying me. So I don't know, okay. man. I she need to routine. go under like hypnosis. <laughs>
2: Well, that I mean, that at least explains why you didn't want to see Ant-Man and the Wasp. For the record, apparently Hotel Transylvania 3 is the best of the series.
1: Okay, so we shouldn't just skip to it. We were trying to debate. It's like, does it matter that we haven't seen the first two? It's got some pretty deep
2: continuity, though.
1: In my world, the video game release was
0: happening on every platform on the same day, and maybe that would have been a good thing to stream. So I would have played the game for the third Movie without (laughs) seeing the second or third movie. I totally watched the first movie. Like, I love animated
2: films. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's it's Jendy Tarkovsky, the Samurai Jack Dexter's Lab guy. So, yeah, there's some. The designs, at least, are pretty good.
0: Yes, I have history with Dexter's Lab, but no Samurai Jack. Me too. The Samurai Jack reboot is just like, yeah, I can see that it's stylish, but I have no. Yeah, no horse in this race.
2: Yeah, Samurai Jack passed me by too.
1: Yeah, me too. But it does. I've always like admired it from afar because it does look very stylish. Mm-hmm. But never watched it. Uh, what else happens? Butterfly Specter. Specter turns into a butterfly right. to save his man. <laughs> <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Yep. Which is pretty. Rad. He's a flying rage beast. He is. He was like, "Don't you dare." butterfly mode. Activate angry butterfly.
2: Whoopah. I bet Necrom's really jealous that everybody else gets like flying stuff but him.
1: I know, I feel so bad every time, because it's like, they, they, you know, Henshin, and He now... has to
0: double up on a bike with Taco. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, Spectre looks all badass now, because he's Deep Spectre, and I thought that they were going to be, like, Oh, only Deep Specter when they super duper need it, but it does seem like that's just kind of what he does now. Oh
2: yeah, that that's never the case.
1: Yeah, and as, as, just as soon Necron. as they get a new
2: henchin, all over the place.
1: And I don't know if it's just that because he's still on stage one, or if he's still suffering from being in the human world, or what. But like, whenever they fight something, when it goes poorly, he gets like completely henchined and like tossed on the ground and just like lays there trembling. While Takiru and Makoto like look uh, beat up and are like, "Whoa, this guy's hard," but they don't get deep, like transformed. It's just Necrom.
2: That's because Necrom's weaker than they are. Yeah. Basically,
1: they're very consistent in this fact. Also, the poncho is staying. I guess that makes me so yeah. happy. Yep. Yeah,
2: apparently, <laughs> I misremembered the the intermittency of the poncho. It just was there and then it stayed. I remember him
0: putting it on, taking it off, and then putting it on again. And that's about it.
2: Okay.
1: Oh, and there was a fun moment where um, PB was like trying to call his sister on the Necrom device, I think. And was, which I guess like the eyedropper is also a phone. I don't know.
0: And it didn't work. But (laughs) Even condors are phones now. Yeah.
1: But he was standing on a swing. I swear to God. You couldn't see his feet. But you could see like the swing set around him and he was high enough off the ground and then when he hears <clears throat> Train Yard in trouble, like he takes a step down as he's going to help. So I'm pretty sure he was just standing on a swing. Making a phone call. <laughs> to hell.
2: Like you do. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Never change, PP. <laughs> Until he becomes a bird for real. Oh, yeah, I support him in his bird dreams, of course, of course. Dead dad, I guess, knew he was gonna die for reasons, because he was like, I'll set aside this icon for Takeru, who'll need to take over for me in 10 years. Like, why is that dead?
2: Maybe he just figured he'd be too old by then.
1: Yeah, because he looked so ancient in the flashbacks. But why mail it?
2: Well, what's There's huh. nothing safer than the Japanese postal service. <laughs>
0: people's
1: always getting their bikes cut in half what are you talking about he powers through though man we haven't seen the postman yeah. in a long time how's he doing he's fine he's a yeah,
2: named character He's good.
1: did he get a name I don't remember his name he has a name in the credits okay that counts also Trom makes it very convenient because she keeps running away but she only runs to two places she just alternates So it's not that hard to find her. She never actually, like, runs away in general. She either runs to the flowers or the ramen shop. And in this episode alone... they still
2: couldn't find her at the ramen shop.
1: (laughs) She's lived in the same town her whole life. She's never really gone anywhere. But there's no, like, playground or convenience store or arcade or anything she'd ever visit. Her life is either the place where she met her greaser prints slash leaves flowers for him and I guess buried him there and her house that turned into a ramen (laughs) shop those are the only two places in her entire life well good she didn't bury him at the ramen shop then
2: (laughs) yeah then where'd she go
1: yeah even if she she only went to the ramen shop I think the train yard would not have been able to find her (laughs) she would have just been running between like the front of the shop and the back of the shop would be like oh no (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> hiding under different tables
1: yeah
0: she can make herself very small yeah <laughs> and quite young
2: well she gets younger all the time
1: mm. yeah and uh there's a voice in the sky a mysterious voice if it's dead mom then that is interesting because they sure have like gone a long time without mentioning dead mom considering how much they mentioned dead dad there are no moms on this show except I guess Trump, but it's all dead dads mm. I don't know. I thought it might be white cis, but then like, I'm bad at voices and faces and, you know, who knows? Next episode! I usually try not to talk about the next episode teaser, but what the hell? <laughs> it looks scary.
0: <laughs> ask, ask your questions, because uh, Heather and Kate and I did not watch previews for the next episode.
1: Okay. It just, it looks intense, and it looks like it came out of nowhere. I understand that when we reached the last time that Paco ran out of days and it got all emotional and taco died and there was crying in the show and oh, crying outside that the
2: episode. show.
1: Like that was okay they let right. up to it. But this next episode looks like it's the same level of intensity and there's a lot of crying just in the trailer and i feel yeah. like sucker punched cuz they didn't lead up to it. This was a bullshit episode that was like <laughs> prefaced by other bullshit episodes.
0: <laughs> they haven't naturally So this is the episode deep specter started.
2: Which, I think this that the first was Deep a couple episodes ago.
0: Okay, but we're still we're still powering up Deep Spectre and yeah, whatnot.
2: Yeah, no, I know. Uh, I know the episode she's talking about, but I can't remember anymore what the context was for why it happened.
1: Well, yeah, we'll find out next week, but it looks like Taco's dead.
2: <laughs>
1: and There's a lot of just
2: <sighs> he's already dead.
1: People. Well, that is yeah. extra dead, extra dead. He's been extra dead once too. It's true. That yeah, but it was it was sad last time. So I don't know.
2: If it was sad the first mm. time, it must be sad the second time.
1: It might Let's just keep doing that. Then it might be sadder because I care about more people now. Like last time, they were able to make me sad using like Okari and Onari. Now they got Makoto and Hebi, like really in that emotional stew. They have that many more characters to have cry on screen.
2: I predict that this episode will totally wreck you.
1: No. Oh.
2: Based based on previous oh. performance.
1: <laughs> That's
0: the feeling. I'm I looking got. forward to that.
2: <laughs> Wait, weren't you just were we just making fun of somebody offline for for enjoying other people's pain? <laughs> yeah.
1: I never said that I didn't.
2: Oh, okay. That's Next cool. time,
1: I think I'll have to start with the Peach Daniels before I start watching the episode, instead of just before oh. I start recording the podcast. I need to have a drink to cry into.
2: I have water again this week because I, I once again I forgot to put my drink in the fridge ahead of time.
1: I remembered ah. just like thirty minutes before, and then I used ice cubes. I also I put um, blue stuff in my Peach Daniels to try and make it green. Uh, which I <laughs> wait, why?
2: <laughs> just just random blue stuff.
1: It was like, oh yeah, just blue objects. Stuff.
2: Like a blueberry, like like.
1: It's a blue like raspberry, a, like margarita mixy kind of thing.
2: Okay, I was gonna say from possible. the dollar store. So uh, pretty much. <laughs> huh.
1: It was. Why it,
2: did you want it to be green?
1: Green is nice. <laughs> 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 uh,
2: I don't I, know why I expected anything else.
0: I love that that's it. (laughs) I don't even care if that's a lie.
2: (laughs) It's never occurred to me to try to color my stuff just because I like a certain color.
1: Um, But also color it with a flavor food.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was the
1: problem is that I wanted it to go green. But um, okay. So I make a drink called The Incredible Hulk, which is just a screwdriver. So orange juice and vodka, but then I pour (laughs) blue stuff in it. Until it goes really dark green, (laughs) and I call it an incredible Hulk. What color is Peach Daniels typically? It's a light orange.
2: Okay.
0: Like a peachy. I just assumed it was brown. Yeah. Yeah. Brown or pink.
2: I drink brown all the time. Because Jack Daniels is brown. Caramel coloring.
1: Yeah. Caramel's not brown. Rye whiskey.
2: Caramel. Caramel coloring
0: is the classic coloring. It's it's brownish.
2: It's yellow. It's a brownish Yellow. yellow.
1: I guess it's it's a brownish. Brown. (laughs) But the problem is, Peach Daniels is like I didn't realize because a a screwdriver with orange juice—it's an opaque orange. So the green it gets really like vibrantly green once you add blue to it, and the Peach Daniels is like a see-through orange. So it just became like lighter and lighter color. And I had to keep adding more blue until it became still like a pretty weak green. But it was tasting more and more like blue raspberry, which I don't actually like. I just want it to be blue. <laughs> Why don't you have food coloring? Yeah. Food grade oh, no coloring. Why is that no good? Well, it's not like a cocktail, is it?
2: It's you just put color in your drink. It is if you've already got alcohol in it.
0: (laughs) Okay, Peach Daniels is, I think, already a mixed drink. Like, (laughs) You don't need to add mix to your mixed
2: drink. I
1: feel like putting food coloring in my drink would be weird.
2: But adding blue to make it green is normal. (laughs) Effectively putting a blue popsicle in there is fine.
1: Yeah, that's normal. That's just like bartending or something.
2: I don't think it is.
1: No! <laughs> the last time I was That's at a bar, I said I wanted a purple shot. And then I said I wanted a blue shot. Which, you know what? They didn't alcohol comes in those fruit. colors. They seem confused.
2: Yeah. They, I, maybe, I maybe, maybe I don't know. Yet, yet somehow case. you're trying to use this to back up your claim. <laughs>
1: Well, I got a lovely. Yeah, i well, actually,
0: I went to a bar once, and I asked them for the blue one, and then the purple one, <sighs> and then milk, and they they frowned at me. <laughs> I like cowboy hats, but not horses, and bees, but not ants.
2: <laughs> to be fair, they should have milk at a bar if they're going to make White Russians.
1: I, the, yes, I did have a White Russian at that same night. That was my like <laughs> last night at my job night. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was a lot of drinking involved. And that's why I was free to just ask for colored shots, which is what I was really wanting. Because I don't care as much what it tastes. Like if it's a nice beautiful blue or purple, then that's what makes me happy.
0: Well then. Amazing.
1: <laughs> I feel so called out by your description, Corey.
2: Wait, speaking of speaking of vibrant green things, what what was that forest pod that you posted?
0: <laughs> oh right. It's an isolation tank. Yeah. It's a that's it's a I float thought. tank.
1: Yeah, it's it's isolation. And I wanted to to talk to
0: you about it, Alexi, because on my birthday, I went to one. So just last month, I went to my first one. Ah, Oh, cool.
2: Your
1: fellow floater.
2: Did you go to the one on, Alexi? did you go to that one on White Ave?
1: I was in Calgary. I went to one in Kensington. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because there's one,
2: like, by Drinkoo.
1: Yeah, I see it all the time. So I used to work right by there and I never tried it. But my friend had two, like, she had a free ticket. And I was like, well, I'll do it for free. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't think to do well because I tend to have trouble with my brain being like too noisy. I'm not very good at relaxing. Uh, unless I'm like huh. distracted by something, I need like more things to do, not less. But I hear that. did your pod have music? Yes. So I chose a track called Mystical Forest, which is why it was a forest pod. Oh. It was mostly it was like harp and ambient like bird song and stuff, which was nice cuz my mom is a Celtic harpist, so it was like that was nice and familiar.
2: Your mom is a Celtic harpist.
1: Yeah, she is.
2: And 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 Sailor Moon website. <laughs> wow your your mom is your mom is surprisingly deep as a character here.
1: <laughs> as a character on this podcast, the yeah, mom character. There's a is lot. There's out. a lot there. Yeah, I feel like Gandalf might be a little more well rounded.
2: We talk about Gandalf more.
1: Yeah, she's had more appearances. mm Hmm. I still need to make her her Twitter, I Need even monetize <laughs> can So much to do. So much to see. <laughs> so
0: much to see. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> so what's wrong with taking the back
0: <laughs> No, actually, it just loops that bit. It's there's so much to do, so much to see, so much to do, so
1: much to oh, see. Oh, I see. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, isolation pod was pretty cool, but my favorite part of it was just walking down this strange empty white hallway with this gangly soft-spoken man, and then there being an open door into a dark room with a pod glowing green, and him saying, this is your pod. That was the best one of the experience. Dry off your face before entering, because
0: that stuff feels weird when it's drying on your face. I forgot that Also, don't put salt water in your eye. Mm -hmm. What I did was sit up to pop my back, because it was bothering me. I was just like, "Ah, oh, I can sit here and wait and be uncomfortable or I can just deal with it. And I dealt with it. And then I got water in my
1: eye from my hair. Oh, how long did you do it? Uh, hour and a half. Okay, mm. that's what I did, too. I feel like just one hour would have been good because I did start getting consumed with this feeling of like, what if I've only been in here for 10 minutes and it feels like a long time? And it was freaking me out enough that I decided to cheat and open up the pod and check my phone. And it had been exactly one hour. So I feel like that would have been the perfect time.
0: See, my sleep twitches woke me up because they make little splashing noises. Um, Mm. I never fell asleep. I didn't get to that level of chill. Oh, yeah.
2: I feel like I would totally fall asleep.
0: My friend did. It was great. And they have like an optional little head floaty. For people with, like, neck pains or things like that. But that would totally act as an insurance against drowning, let's say. (laughs) Uh, I'd be less afraid of rolling over in my sleep and drowning.
1: I did get comfy enough because I sleep on my side. And I got comfy and I started to kind of subconsciously just start rolling over to go either on my side or my front. And it was like, no, 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 I'll drown. Stop. Yes.
2: Yeah, I have to fall asleep on my back. But then once I fall asleep, I sleep on my side.
0: Yeah, I'm a side sleeper. Can't do front. Front is no.
2: Oh, well, no. Front is bullshit.
0: Who even invented that? Like, no. Uh,
2: Front sleepers.
0: Anyways, I say we call this to a close. Okay. And say thank you to anyone listening. (laughs) Anyone still listening at this point? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they will be in the year 2525. (laughs)
2: Yeah. When this comes
0: out, we will have. I verified another uh,
2: listener.
1: Oh, really?
2: So now we have That's now we three. have three that are not any of us. Wow. Because my friend Eddie also listens to the podcast. Oh no. Oh yes.
1: Well, we would have just had our uprising episode, and I feel like that'll bring in an exciting new audience who will then be confused about the rest of the podcast.
2: <laughs> I I feel like you're yep. going to really promote that uprising episode.
1: <laughs> I am. <laughs>
0: Maybe when I'm editing it in the year 2530, uh, (laughs) I'll add just a bit to the end to be like, hey, this is a sequential podcast. Maybe start at the beginning for your podcast lore.
2: (laughs) I I recommended... La- the the most recent posted episode and, and claimed that you didn't have to have any previous knowledge of any of the stuff to enjoy it. So
1: oh yeah, I saw that while I was traveling, That's... and I haven't had a chance to listen to that episode. So I meant to have a listen. Which one was yeah. that? It's it's the Someone one we're we talking about Deadpool
2: four. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: That's a really good episode. I liked enjoy. I I liked recording it. I was looking so forward you to sit it coming there out.
0: and claim that. I never claimed to enjoy p- other people being in pain, whereas in that episode, I'm clearly like, no, someone had to be in pain for the production of this podcast. <laughs> Otherwise, how am I supposed to have fun, right?
2: Okay, you got me.
0: Maybe I didn't sh- say it that explicitly.
2: No, you pretty much did.
0: I think I think I made it more as like a sacrifice of oh, some yeah. kind. Yes. Yeah.
2: There ha- for the podcast to work, somebody had to be in pain. <sighs>
0: Anyways, I'm Coriander Dickinson. You
1: can find me on Twitter at F-Solar.
2: Uh I'm Adam Wasserman. You can find me on Twitter at goldsarcasmium.
1: And I'm Alexi Peppers. And you can find me on Twitter at AMPeppers.
2: Stay ghosty. You stole my catchphrase. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the catchphrase of the show. It'll be what my are you turn. About? Next
1: week. <laughs> I'll, I'll say it through tears, apparently. <laughs> okay, yes. Goodbye. Goodbye.